Hare Krishna, everyone. Welcome to Saturday Sangha. Thank you all for joining us. In case you didn't know, it's Saturday. Yay! Yay! Saturday. <clears throat> when I was a little kid, I was. We were always happy when it was Saturday. Saturday was a fun day. <clears throat> oh, Magyana Timanandasya. Gyananjana Shalakaya, Chakshuran Militam Yena, Tasmai Shigurave Nama, Shi Chaitanya Manobishtam, Stapitam Yena Bhutale, Swayam Rupa Kalamakyam, Tadati Swapadantikam, Vandeham Shi Guru, Shi Yuttaparakamalam, Shri Gurun Vaishnavangscha, Shri Rupam Sagrajatam, Sahagana Raghunatam, Mitam Tam Sajivam, Sadvaitam Savadutam, Parijana Sahitam, Krishna Chaitanya Devam, Shri Radha Krishna Padan, Sahagana Lalita, Shri Vishakan Vitangscha, Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Saraswate Devi Gaudavani Pracharine Nibhishesha Shunyavadi Paschatyadeshatarine Vancha Kalpatrubhyascha Kripa Sindhubya Evacha Patitanam Bhavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama He Krishna Karana Sindhu Dinabando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Bhaktavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Yes, welcome again, everyone, to Saturday Sangha. Um, and today, what are we doing today? We're going to sing a song. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. And we're going to... What else are we going to do? Well... We'll see if there's any show and tell, and we will um, do some more warm-up kata, uh, priming the pump for the appearance of Lord Krishna, Jamashtami, Jamashtami Titi, coming up soon. 
So I thought we can read a few different things. Um, but maybe I will hold that in, in suspense. Yes, suspense. Let's keep it suspenseful. Stay tuned. Find out soon what we will read and discuss. And we're going to start uh, with Bhaktivinoda Thakur's song Upadesha, number seven, from his Kalyana Kalpataru. And today he's talking about... <laughs> He's preaching to his mind, don't waste your time with yoga. Watch out, yogis. Mana jogi hote tomar boshono. Joga shastra adhyayana. Niyama jama sadhana. Nijama or niyama. Bengali. Niyama Jama, sadhana, pranayama, asana, rachana. So, my dear mind, now you want to become a yogi. <laughs> Tomar vasana, your desire, your longing, <clears throat> um, has become hoite, yogi, or you want to become yogi hoite. Uh, you read the various scriptures, Yoga Shastra, Adhyayana, uh, which describe various routines and techniques of sense control, Niyama, Yama, Sadhana, uh, breathing exercises, Pranayama, Asana, Rachana. Rachana means making, forming, producing, I guess, Asana. Asana Rachana, making, uh, making, uh, making asana. Pratyahara dhyana dhriti samadite hole brati pala kiba hoibe bolona. For attaining ultimate samadhi. You undertake many different practices, like withdrawal of the senses, pranayama, sorry, um, what did I say? Pratyahara. Um, meditation and perseverance, dhyana, dritti. Hmm. Perseverance, dritti samadite. Uh, and brati, uh, that would be from Sanskrit vrata, which means vow, and a vrati would be a person who keeps a vow. So just like yoga and yogi, so there's vrata and vrati. Pratyaharadhyandriti samadite hole, which would be hoile, vrati, hoile, will become or will be pala kiba hoibe bolona. Tell me, what wonderful result will be there in exchange for such endeavor? Pala <clears throat> um, is result, fruit. Kiba, 
is the question word, kiba hoibe, what will what will happen, what will be? And bolona literally don't tell me. <laughs> don't tell me what result is gonna be there. Uh, because I know it's not gonna be anything worthwhile. So don't even bother. Deho mana sushka kori. Sushka. Sushka means dry. Hmm? Yeah. In Polish, sushona. Yeah. Deho mana sushka kori. Koriya rohibe kumbaka dori. Kumbaka. Uh, is pranayama, there's uh, kumbhak, there's, what is it, rechaka and kumbhaka, and there's one more. Kumbhaka is uh, filling, it's the pot, it's keeping, I don't remember now, how come I should know this. Um, but anyway, it's pranayam. So he's saying, what is he saying? Dehomansuska. Um, minimizing your bodily and mental activities, Dehomansuska Kori, and making the senses dull and dry. You live by holding the breath in suspension. Yeah, Kumbhaka is holding in, holding in the breath. Who's the yoga expert here? There's, there's Kumbhaka, Rechaka, and what's the third one? One's breathing in, one's breathing out, and one's holding. Hmm? Udaka? No, I can't hear. I have to turn my volume up. Say say again. Kuraka. 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 Okay, doesn't sound familiar to me. Okay, doesn't matter because we're not interested in yoga, right? Deomansuska kori rahibe rahibe means you will hold. You will keep, or you will retain. Uh, dori means, I think, holding. Brahmatmata, Brahmatmata, maybe. Brahmatmata, Koribe Bhavana, or Bhavana. So, what does that mean? Um, thus, you practice the yoga process while contemplating on the soul's nature as Brahman. In classical yoga, I don't think they talk about Brahman, but um, that's okay. They, they talk about Kaivalya and, of course, Samadhi, but I don't think there's talk about Brahman. But okay, maybe someone is trying to do some yoga Vedanta. Uh, 
impersonal yoga Vedanta. Okay, third verse. Ashtadasha siddhi pabe or paibe paramartha bhule habe aisharjadi aisharjadi koribe kamana. So ashtadasha is eight plus ten. Ashta is eight, dasha is ten. And Siddhi is perfection. Eighteen Siddhis, or yogic, mystic powers. Payibe, you will obtain, you will gain. Param, paramartha bhulehabe. Hmm. The Paramartha, the highest goal, bhule, will be forgotten. Uh, Aishvarja adi koribe. Kamana, desires, kamana, uh, you will make of opulence, aishvarya, etc. So let's see the translation. You will get the 18 mystic perfections and mistaking them to be the greatest object of reality, you will entertain further wishes for still more wonderful opulences. Stula jar parihari suk sukshmete, which is probably sukmete in Bangla, sukmete probesh kori punarai bhugibe jotona. Abandoning the plane of gross matter, that's stula and entering into the subtle astral plane. Sukhmete, pravesh. Pravesh is entering. Pravesh kori, koriya. You will simply undergo more troubles and tribulations. Punarai mugi be jatana all over again. So pun, punarai means, punar means again. And bhugibe, I presume, means undergo. Uh, jatana, which I think means troubles and tribulations. So you'll go from subtle, from gross to subtle bodies, very nice, but then what? Then you're just going to have more of the same troubles again on the subtle plane, maybe. Verse 4, Atma, Nitya, Siddha, Dana, Hari, Dasa, Akinchanna, Jogetar, Kipala, Ghatana. The eternally pure wealth of the spirit soul is simply to remain as the humble servant of Lord Hari, Hari Das Akinshana, Atmanitya Shudhadana. Dana is wealth, Shudhadana, pure wealth, Atma, uh, Nitya Shudhadana, the eternal pure wealth, Atma of the Atma of the self. What is it? Hari Dasa, 
Akinshana to be a Akinshana Haridas, a, a, a simple servant of Hari, or a humble servant, one who makes no claim to ownership. Yogetarki Palagatana. Um, in comparison to this eternal wealth, what kind of spiritual result could possibly come from mundane so-called yoga practice? Yoga in yoga, tara. I think the apostrophe is for an n with a uh, a mark over it. Tara, kipalgatana. So key is the question word. What what result? And gatana, I'm not sure what is gatana, but here it says, um, maybe coming from gatana. Anyway, koro bhakti jogashroi. I think that's koroha, which is the imperative. Koro, do it. Um, bhakti yoga ashray na takibe kon bhoy. Shohaja amrita sambhavana. Here comes the good news. Just take refuge totally in the yoga of devotional service. Koro. Bhakti Yoga Ashraya, Ashraya, shelter. Na takibe kon bhai. Don't remain takibe or don't live. Uh, you will not live uh, kon bhai in any fear. Na takibe kon bhai. For then, there is all likelihood of attaining, that you doesn't belong there, attaining mortal nectar very easily. Sahaja means easy or natural, sahaja. Uh, and so sahaja amrita, natural nectar, sambhavana, will happen, will manifest manifests and then the signature line bino der e minati chari anjo onno jogagati koro radha krishna aradhana bhaktivinoda's humble entreaty minati must be unusual word minati is that you just perform the blissful worship of Radha Krishna, my dear mind, and immediately reject chari, that's chariya, having given up, yoga uh, gati, the, the goals uh, of so-called yoga practice. Gati uh, can mean both goal and the way to get to the goal. 
the path to the goal. Uh, in Sanskrit, in any case, anja jogi gati chariya. Give it up. Anybody out there doing mundane yoga, watch out. Bhaktivinoda Thakur is going to haunt you with this warning song. Hare Krishna. So, <laughs> time for some transformation into music <clears throat> and to singing since Bhaktivinoda, this was his idea. He was teaching all the Namhatas. It said that he created some 500 Namhata groups uh, within two or three years around Bengal. Uh, and he was teaching them all Vaishnava philosophy by writing these songs. Jogi hote tomar mana Jogi hote tomar Joga shastra adhyayana Niyama jama sadhana Joga shastra jayana Niyama jama sadhana Pranam pranayama Asana Racha Pranamai Asana Racha Pratyahara Dhyana Driti Samadite Hoyle Prati Pratyaradhana Priti Samadhite Oile Prati Palakiba Hoibe Bolo Na Palakiba Hoibe Bolona Dehomana Sushka Kori Rohibe Kumbaka Dori Kori Rohibe Kumbaka Kori Brahmatmata Koribe 
Siddhi Pabe Paramartha Bhule Habe Pabe Paramartha Bhule Habe Aisharjadi Koribe Kamana I charge the Pari Hari Shukmete Pravesha Kori Punarai Bugibe Jata Atma Nitya Shudhadana Haridasa Akinchana Atma Jogetar Kipala Gatana Jogetar Kipala Gatana Koro Bhakti Jogashoy Nataki Bay Sahaja Amrita Sambhava Sajamamrita Binoder Eminati Chari Anja Joga Gati Binoder Chari Anja Joga Vinodere minati chari anja joga gati vino. Vinodere 
करो राधा कृष्ण आराधना करो राधा कृष्ण आराधना हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, 
Hare Rama, Rama Rama. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Hare, Hare Hare. Hare Hare, Hare Hare. Gora Hari Go Nitai Go Gora Hari Go Hari Go Hari Go Gora Hari Go Yeah, so <clears throat> preaching to the mind. Yeah, we can say that w one of the functions of Shastra is to save us time. Yeah, Prabhupada mentions this in relation to uh, the verse uh, in Bhagavad Gita. Um, uh, Vasudeva Sarvamiti. But, uh, what is it? After many lives, what's the first line? After many, many lives, one comes to understand that Vasudeva is everything. Um, <clears throat> such a Mahatma is very rare. And uh, there's another verse we talked about some days ago, uh, which has a similar function. Anyway, um, Prabhupada says about this verse, that Krishna is saving us time because he's saying it takes uh, so many lifetimes to realize that Vasudeva is everything. Or you just listen to what Krishna is saying in this verse, namely, uh, namely, Vasudeva is everything. <laughs> And then you understand, oh, okay, so I don't have to take many lives to understand. Saves bunches of time. Um, oh, yeah, the other verse we, we talked about from the Gita. Abrahma bhuvana loka punar avartinojana. Mamu petya tukontya punar janma na vidyate or something. So, um, from the topmost planet down to the lowest, all, all are places of returning, literally. Prabhupada says places of repeated uh, a misery, of repeated birth and death. Um, so, in other words, hearing that, then one doesn't have to make a big... Uh, a big... Uh, one doesn't have to become a tourist, a cosmic tourist. 
to wander around. It's all just there in one verse. There it is. Okay, save ourselves. Who knows how many lifetimes. So in this song, we may say, and all these songs uh, like this, Bhaktivinoda Thakur wants to save us time. So don't waste your time uh, with this, uh, what we may say, impersonal yoga. Uh, because what are you going to get uh, from it? Well, nothing really satisfying. Palakiva hoibe bolona. What fruit will there be? Don't even tell me. <laughs> Rather, koro bhakti yoga shroy. Na takibe kon boy. There's no fear in this bhakti yoga. There's a lot of fear in other sorts of yoga that you may slip and fall. No fear in bhakti yoga. Uh, sahaja amrita sambhavana. Natural nectar is available. That's the fruit. <clears throat> and so um, he says, Koroho Radha Krishna Aradhana. Aradhana, worship, uh, do the worship of Radha and Krishna as your yoga. And Charya Anya Jogagati. Give up all your other aims of yoga. Yeah, good advice, no? <laughs> all right, so again, welcome to all of you who have joined us a bit later. And uh, let's all give a hearty welcome to Arunodaya Sri Devi Dasi. Previously, you may have known her as Bhaktin Usha, and she's just been initiated. One, two, three. Thank you, Maharaj. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Maharaj. We had a nice um, ceremony in Bhaktivedanta Manor in their new facility. And they said this would have been uh, the very first initiation they've done in the so-called Haveli, uh, the big, the big, uh, big facility. Together with initiations uh, of um, His Holiness Chandramali Swami, he had several devotees receiving initiation. And so it was. Um, he was personally there. Yeah, it kind of reminded me. I mean, I didn't say this then, and I didn't say it to him, but reminded me of... Uh, when I was uh, taking sannyas initiation, uh, Chandramoli Swami was kind of like the Ritvik sannyas guru <laughs> because Satchinanan Swami couldn't be personally present. So, yes, welcome. And uh, now, a little more manashiksha, continuing with 
Srila Raghunath Das Goswami, verse number seven. <clears throat> and the Sanskrit goes like this, something like this. Pratishta shadrishta sapacharamani me ridinatet katam sadhu prema sprishati suchire tan nanumana sadatang sevasva prabudayita samantamatulam yatatang nishkasya as long as the unchaste dog-eating woman of desire for prestige dances in my heart, how can the chaste and pure lady of love for Krishna touch it? Therefore, O mind, you should always serve the incomparable beloved devotee commander of Krishna's army, who will immediately throw out the unchaste woman and establish the pure lady of love in the heart. Hmm. So quite some graphic images there and uh, and a strong contrast all of these mana shiksha uh, verses uh, have a, some form which makes a, a a strong contrast I would say between the material ways of the mind and the spiritual way of the mind or the way that we uh, aim for the mind uh, to go. Um, oh, there it is. Bahunam Janmanam. Yeah, of course. Bahunam Janmanam Ante. Um, that was the verse I was trying to remember. Gyanavangmang Prabhantyatevasadeva Sarvamiti Sa Mahatma Sadulava. Um, after many births, sorry, a little interruption here. Uh, after many births and deaths, he who is actually in knowledge surrenders unto me, knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is. Such a great soul is very rare. Um, which we could tie into this point of advising the mind. Uh, the mind is dwelling in this world, uh, preoccupied in so many ways. And one of the ways that it gets preoccupied is with the pursuit of uh, pratishta. And pratishta is, um, it comes from uh, the verbal root sta, which means to stand. And tishta means to firmly stand or to desire to stand. And pratishta means really strong uh, desire to, to, to have a position. So we're all looking for some kind of permanence. That's 
Yeah, it's a problem. We all have this problem. We are in these material bodies, material, <laughs> temporary, everything so much, so temporary, so very temporary. And something in us uh, is seeking permanence. And one way the mind thinks, oh, I know how I'll get permanence. I'll get a nice position in some kind of society. If I can be recognized by others as being something special, uh, then then that will give me some some stat we say in English status. Status means also position um, yeah social status. So what is the comparison? Pratishta Asha Asha uh, the desire or hope. Drishta Drishta not drish, Drishta like seen but Drishta, drishta uh, means unchaste. Shop, shvapacha ramani, a dog-eating woman. In other words, a very, very uncultured woman who is uh, unchaste. So, so an image is given of someone who is not only outcast, but also unchaste, not, not faithful to a husband or whatever. So the mind, if it's pursuing, mm, you know, pratishta, some, some uh, status in this world, prestige, then uh, it's going to be behaving, the mind is going to be behaving in ways similar to uh, such a person, such a woman. It's not, it's going to be fickle. Fickle means the opposite of faithful, the opposite of chaste. Um, it's going to be flickering, jumping, and so on. Um, and it's going to be uncultured, we can say. Not uncultured means not not properly behaving <laughs> with in the world. So instead of that, and that's you know the positive because the mind needs something positive. Otherwise, if we just say no, 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 then the mind just uh, does it more. It grabs on more tightly. Um, instead, always, uh, let's see, where is it? How can the chaste and pure lady of love for Krishna touch it? Okay, so there's a rhetorical question. Katam, how? Sadhu prema sprishati. nanumanaha. Nanu, Nanu is, uh, in Sanskrit commentary, this word comes up a lot, as, um, as the beginning of, um, of a uh, purva paksha, an, 
another opinion. Nanu, someone may say, but here it's uh, just addressing the mind. Well, well, you mind. <laughs> so how do you think you're going to uh, be able to... <clears throat> Uh, how is your heart going to be touched by the chaste and pure lady of love for Krishna? So there's two ladies being contrasted uh, as in relation to the mind. So that question is raised and then the uh, answer is given. Therefore, O oh mind, you should always serve. Uh, who should you serve? Sadatvam sevasva. And that sevasva is an imperative. Do it. You should serve. Uh, Prabhu Dayita Samantam. The beloved devotee commander of the Lord's army. Is how it's translated here. Uh, and what is that commander of, uh, de devotee commander of, the Lord's army going to do. Tam nishkasya tvaritam. He's going to throw out Tom, her, namely the Drishta, uh, the unchaste Ramani, Shapacha Ramani, going to throw her out. Um, how long will it take her? Take him? Tvaritam, no time at all. <laughs> He'll do it right away. Tam veshayati iha saha. So um, he is going to establish her, namely Prema, in the heart. So that's the good news. Uh, a little something from Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur from his commentary. He's explaining Drishta Shapaja Ramani Pratishtasha, the desire for prestige, uh, is being an unchaste dog eating woman. He says, This desire for honor is the root of all other anartas. Hmm. The root of all other anartas. But since it is never able to recognize its own fault, it is shameless. Hmm. And then uh, he goes on elaborating on the analogy of the Shapacharamani, the woman who eats dog. He says, fame is like dog flesh. And one who is eager for such fame is called Drushta, Shapacharamani, a dog-eating promiscuous woman. <laughs> Pretty strong language. Uh, he goes back referring to what we uh, read last week about the three types of sadhakas. Now, if I did a little quiz, we could test you. Uh, 
what are these what's the name of these three sadhakas okay i'll make it easy uh, the first is the sva nishta sadhaka then there's the parinishta sadhaka and there's the nirapeksha sadhaka and the first two are grihastas, and the third is a renunciant. But all of them, we may remember, um, are subject to a variety of uh, possible anartas. Um, yeah, they were listed. We won't go into it uh, in detail. But... Um, Uh, specifically, each of them have different ways of being deceptive. Deception. Deception is one of the four shortcomings that all conditioned souls have. Brahma, Pramada, Vipra, Lipsa, and Karana, Patava. Vipra, Lipsa is... Uh, tendency to cheat, Prabhupada translates, or deceptiveness. And Bhaktivinoda gave us a whole bunch of different ways that we might be deceptively uh, making a show of being devotion, devotional. And now he's going on to say each one of these uh, three types of sadhakas uh, can also be hankering after honor, prestige in different ways. So the Svanishta Sadaka wants to become renowned, wants to become recognized uh, for being religious, for being benevolent, and for being sinless. Look at me, I am so religious, I am so sinless. Uh, and so on. I am good. <laughs> Look at me, I am good. Uh, a Parinishta Sadaka wants to be known as a devotee of Vishnu, as a knower of spiritual subject matters, and as detached. Look at me, everyone. See how detached I am. Look at me, everyone. I am uh, Vaishnava, servant of Vishnu. Look at me, everyone. I am knowing so much spiritual, spiritual subject matters. Uh, and finally, a nirapeksha sadaka wants to be known as spotless and renounced as a master of the conclusions of Shastra and as having a perfect understanding of devotion. So, of course, these are all overlapping, we can say, but this is how Bhaktivinoda Thakur puts it. And uh, But now here's the point which I've noted specifically, I found interesting. As long as one maintains a desire for honor, pratishtaha, 
As long as that's the case, deceit, kapatata, kapatata, deceptiveness, uh, will also remain. So we want to get a position, a recognition. That means we will be uh, subject to being deceptive. And until one is free from deceit, one cannot obtain the saintly people's pure love. So going back to the verse, we want to get the uh, devotee, the beloved devotee, commander of the Lord's army on our side by serving such devotee or devotees. Mm. But they're not going to be on our side if we keep resisting what they're offering. <laughs> they're offering us, uh, they're offering to touch our heart in such a way that we will not be attracted to pratishta and kapatata. So there you go. Um, oh, it's already that time. Okay. A little bit more. Srila Rupa Goswami gives us a progression in his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu in the first wave, uh, section four, num verse number one. Sometimes it's nice to hear, okay, I'm on the path. Where am I going? How do I get to Krishna Prema? So he's giving a lot of this in the his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Samyan ma srinita svanto mamatvati shayankita mamatva ati shayankita bhava sa Eva Sandratna Budhai Prema Nigadyate. Okay, what's it mean? When Baba condenses and intensifies, it softens the heart completely. And one becomes filled with great attachment and possessiveness toward Krishna. That intense love is called prema. It's interesting, possessiveness, because we always hear we should be detached, we should be um, renounced, and therefore not possessive. But what happens when someone becomes advanced in Krishna consciousness, they again become possessive. But they become possessive of Krishna. They feel Krishna is mine. And that is called mamata, or here it's mamatva. <clears throat> So, condensed 
bhava, condensed and intensified. Condensed and intensified. When I think of condensed, I think of condensed milk. When you boil down milk, right, it becomes condensed. And then at a certain point, you add some sugar. And before you know it, you have burfi, barfi. <clears throat> it softens the heart completely, and one becomes filled with great attachment. Um, what's that in the Sanskrit? Not sure. Samyak. Mush. Yeah, I guess it's. Anta, I guess, is the, the inner self. Svaanta, within oneself. Mashrinita. Softening. Samyak, completely. So, you have something to look forward to. We all have something to look forward to. Srila Raghunath Das Goswami Kijai. Hare Krishna. Anyone have something you'd like to share with the rest of us? Don't be shy. Something, something happening. Guru Maharaj, we have Ananda Lila Matichi who wants to present the project in Brazil. Oh, okay. Yes, please. Ananda Lila Matichi. Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Um, Hare Krishna. Family and friends. <laughs> it's uh, a great honor to present our project. So I think Guratamba can share our screen. Mm -hmm. So uh, for the past 21 years, we are working here um, on this project that we are just building since 2019. And uh, it's a very, very uh, honor for us to show it to all of you because we are looking for this wonderful blessings that the Vaishnavas could give to us. So we are located in South America, South Brazil precisely, in an island with 45 beaches, and the city is called Florianópolis, um, where I met the devotees in 1999, and uh, on this occasion I was invited to visit our cultural center here, and I just uh, realized that it was much more a kind of namahatta and, and a very charming couple uh, of Vaishnavas uh, received me in a very, very effective way. So I decided in this day, uh, precisely that one day, if Krishna um, Uh, offered to our founder, founder Acharya this cultural center. So uh, here we are. I don't know 
the city, the island, the four or five beaches. Um, and, and yes, and we are just near to the uh, main um, universities, universities uh, state university and federal university of our state. And that's here, that's a small video with, um, with the construction. We are just a small, tiny cultural center in, in, the, in the city, but we are under progress, working progress, working progress. since 2019. So there is some images. Oh. And also, um, our, our idea for this cultural center is to present our Krishna tradition um, in a very secular way, so we can dialogue and establish some dialogues with the contemporary culture. Uh, for that, I lived in Paris for almost 10 years, where I studied art history, archaeology, and curatorial practices. So since 2010, we are back to Brazil, and then and, and we worked with many cultural centers and museums here. And um, I also have to sh would like to share with you another very nice uh, new that Krishna gave to us because in one year ago um, a very um, big uh, communication agency I don't know how to say in English mm -hmm. from Portland uh, in the U.S. Uh, came to us and they offered pro bono. A uh, kind of service in uh, which they call uh, visual identity for our communication, and they prepared a presentation of our project with this mantra Om Namo And this is the bill. I'm, I'm so sorry, this is always in Portuguese, but uh, there is this very visual also presentation.
and that is the building. It's a very simple building. We just uh, like to um, uh, organize some programs inside, and uh, it's much better. Simple because uh, we work with uh, maybe 120 artists, contemporary artists from Brazil, and I also, as an artistic director, um, work for two institutions as a kind of in Sao Paulo as a kind of exchange. Um, and with this work, I can uh, we can uh, we could. Uh, um, get some funds for the for the construction, construction. workers mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Oh, this is the uh, view of the engineers and that's the building uh, maybe that picture that image has maybe eight nine months Mm -hmm. That's one with Ananda Lila working with the administrative, administrative and financial uh, staffs, and there is another meeting. Oh. And then we worked with this idea because we are in a street called Veras, so I, we decided to named this cultural center Veras, with this idea to establish a, a kind of dialogue between the secular world from the this part. Uh, I think it is important to say that in Portuguese, the word Veras means real, what is real. Mm. And Veras is the root for many other words, like, uh, I don't know, in English, uh, veracidade, veracity, veracity mm. truthfulness. Mm. So, veras uh, means truth, real. So, it's a, uh, uh, I think it's important to explain mm. the word. So, we just decided to uh, establish also this dialogue between veras and vedas. That's mm. why we have a program called. Um, Veras in the Vedas at Vedas. And the second floor of this building, uh, we named Bhakti and Vedanta. Um, and that's the inside of the room. It's almost I think it's done. now? Yes, this picture is from the last music. And we have also this kind of entrance, very beautiful, with some gardens for vegetables and many other um, Plants. Plants, uh, herbs. And we also trying to explain this idea to our public that our project is a kind of network. This is maybe in Portuguese, but it can, it's maybe easy to translate. It's a kind of spiritual sanctuary. Hmm. It's a kind of uh, yeah. uh, ethical web, I don't know, and uh, a, a artist garden. So we work with these three concepts, you know, spiritual sanctuary, ethical web, um, and artistic garden. And is, there is another piece from the agents who work for this project. 
And uh, at Veras, Vedas at Veras, we work with these three concepts of yoga, bhakti festivals, meditation and japa and kirtans. And yes, there is a lot of information about our architectural program. Mm-hmm. Uh, with ground floor first and mezzanine, I don't know, and mm-hmm. floor one, two, and the rooftop for Agnihotras and urban retreat activities. <laughs> and also in this second floor, we like to organize some bhakti festivals from our Vaishnava calendar. Um, and yes, oh, and this is one of the programs we organizing during the COVID pandemic. Um, only on- online with the help of Prajuna and Vishaka, who are they are also with here today. Mm, yes. They live in they live in São Paulo, and it was a program uh, who um, who um, twenty six with many, many of the Prabhupada's disciples from Brazil and other senior devotees. And we organized this. electricity <laughs> oh dear oh okay um, now what start over with connecting. Recording in progress. Here in Brazil, developed by Dambanteris. In the northwest of Brazil. And that's our project. Um, We are really happy to share with you. And uh, I'm sorry for my limitations (laughs) with the English language. Uh, We're still not Um, reconnecting. So for us, is um, Oops. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. 
I think for us it's very important to ah. spread creation consciousness by uh, a cultural movement for us and bhakti means spiritual culture and uh, sorry for our broken English <laughs> but uh, I'd like to extend our gratitude toward Mukunda Mali Dasi and Madai Divanani Kaidas because we found uh, these, um, how do you say it? Comments? Uh, on the Guru Maharaj website. <laughs> and for us, express all the whole idea of uh, Vera's Cultural Center. So thank you very much. Uh, it's a great opportunity. And it's a, a, a offering for Shila Gurudeva and Shila Prabhupada. So thank you for the opportunity. Hare Krishna, thank you. This is very exciting. And... Uh, I sort of lost connection for two or three minutes. We lost our electricity, but uh, I think I think I'm back. I hope. Um, do you have a projected opening date, f official opening date for the cultural center? Yes, it's kind of um, we are looking for the. For the uh, COVID, um, I don't know how mm. to say, but we like to open on November in this year. Uh -huh. uh -huh. But the context may uh, change. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everything is uncertain. Well, <laughs> yes, let's hope for the best. Yes. <clears throat> Uh, and speaking of Brazil, I see Madana Jivani, who is now no longer in Brazil. She's back in Mayapur. Hare Krishna. <laughs> Very nice. Nice that you've made it there. Okay. Um, right. Anyone else have something you want to share? Don't be shy. Uh, oh, Radharadya. Hare Krishna. Hare Hare Bo. Thank you very much for your uh, wonderful talk. Speaking from Madeira. I found very interesting how you explained the uh, roots of Pratishta. Um, what strikes me there is uh, that Bhaktivinoda was probably the Vaishnava with the highest status ever in uh, normal society. Oh, yeah. Uh, now the magistrate. Mm -hmm. And he was a very forceful personality and he was anything but falsely humble. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Basically, the Pratishta thing everybody knows and uh, the, the usual way around this is like, you no know, playing the humble part. Ah. Uh, 
Well, could you expand on that, that maybe false humility is the biggest enemy of real humility? That's just the thought I got listening mm. to that and that middle way, because obviously we, we need status and some stability, but we need the introspection also to uh, not take it serious, especially ourselves. Oh, yes. Yeah, thank you for bringing this up. Radharadya is uh, speaking all the way from Madeira. It's a little tiny island um, out in the middle of the Atlantic. <laughs> also a Portuguese island, so we're still in in the world of Brazil, yeah, Portugal. <laughs> yeah, so this, this issue comes up a lot. Um, about real versus uh, false humility. And how do you function in the world if you're going if you're going to be, you know, all humble humble, then everyone is just going to step on you. And Prabhupada has spoken about that too. One of you uh, brought this up in the chat. And there's a, there's a Bengali saying, I learned about this years ago that if you're too humble, even the goats will eat you. <laughs> so what are we looking at? Are we looking for some sort of borderline or what? But I think you've already answered it. It's about uh, self-reflection and self-honesty. And it's about recognizing all the time internally, however much we may be assertive externally, that internally, uh, we know we know who's the boss. We know Krishna's the boss. And so, and we also know uh, that whatever abilities or qualifications that we may have, there's always someone who has it so much better than we do. There's always someone in front of us and, or above us and somebody behind or below us. Uh, and, so, and so the practice, mm, the practice is, uh, well, it's sharanagati, isn't it? It's seeing what's favorable, it's seeing what's not favorable, it's acting accordingly, it's, um, it's, it's keeping shelter in Krishna. So, rakshishyati uh, iti vishvasa, having faith in Krishna's shelter. And so that suggests that when I'm try trying to take shelter in material status, uh, that's not going to work. It's going to be either um, shelter in Krishna or uh, some false shelter. But we all live in the material world in which we have to function, in which if we want to accomplish anything, we, may, we do have to be assertive sometimes. Um, but... Um, assertive for Krishna. 
And that's what Srila Prabhupada was, the wonderful example uh, for this. He was, you know, he could be totally assertive and speak strongly, and he could say things like, our duty is to disturb the demons, and things like that. He said that once. Um, but it was all for Krishna, and we could see that, that everything he did, said, thought, it was all going into the, f the fire uh, of the Supreme Brahman, as the Bhagavad Gita says. And that orientation is, I think, where the genuine humility and the genuine um, overcoming of, of pratishta happens. Put another way, we can say what we want is to see the pratishta, the establishment, uh, or the status, we want to raise the status of Krishna. And what? how do we do that? Um, ultimately, there are no hard and fast rules. There's, um, there's Krishna in the heart inspiring the devotee what to do in a particular circumstance, what to do, what not to do, what to say, what not to say. And so it seems to be a matter of uh, orientation, motivation. Um, and your good wife, Sita Sundari, is adding a comment here to this. Is it also the question of where we draw from? A person claiming to be a worm in the stool can be suffering from a material low self-esteem, whereas a truly humble person actually means means it. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Srila Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami really meant it. He really felt when he compared himself to worm and stool. Um, and somebody else famous case of a devotee making a dandavat uh, pranam before Srila Prabhupada and then saying, oh Prabhupada, I am the most fallen, I am the most fallen, I am the most fallen. And Prabhupada said, you're not the most anything. You're not the most anything. He, you know, he he turned that devotee's false ego into powder in one second. <laughs> he could see that he was thinking, "I'm I'm the most fallen." Means I'm the I'm the greatest. He saw that. So, no, sorry, you're not that. You're not even. You're not the most anything. <laughs> you're not even the most fallen. <laughs> you're not the most fallen. You're not the least fallen. You're not most anything. <laughs> yeah. That's a very good point because that's the usual psychology that we always try to feel special and that can take all colors really. Yeah, 
And on the other side, from Krishna's perspective, we are all special. Each and every living being is unique and has a unique relation to Krishna. And so, and out of that recognition, this gets back to the verse from Rupa Goswami that uh, mamatva or mamata, uh, the possessiveness of Krishna, Krishna's mind, uh, is a kind of reflection of that recognition that Krishna, from Krishna's perspective, everyone is special. And, and therefore, a devotee doesn't need to um, doesn't need to work for any kind of recognition in this world because he or she knows I'm recognized by Krishna. I belong to Krishna. Krishna belongs to me, Mamata. <laughs> yeah. So, so like that. Did you want to give us any message? Not that we want to get depressed now, but you have uh, been keeping us updated about co about COVID. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because people always you know, wish me a happy holidays, and basically I'm working all the time and get uh, daily multiple letters from, especially unvaccinated devotees. Yeah. who have gotten the Delta virus. Uh, the Alpha virus, the original virus, was like a cat, and the Delta virus was like a tiger. And um, the big difference is it's three to five times more contagious, so you get it outside also in festivals, which has happened. Now it's all over Europe now, Radadish, Zurich, mm -hmm. Lugadam, all the temples are getting it. Whilst previously most cases were really mild and asymptomatic, Delta virus mild means you're sick like a dog for one to two weeks minimum. It's like a heavy flu. This is healthy persons getting it. Mm. That's mild. Seeds means you go to the hospital, end up on ICU, and um, very not rarely. It's not known as Delta. You have long COVID. Um, once you've been to the intensive care unit, your brain ages around 10 years you're practically damaged for life. So the old virus was a joke. That's why India opened up. You know, they fared really well with the alpha virus. They stupidly opened up everything and have probably around 4 million deaths according to studies now. This new virus is a completely different story. And whilst for healthy people, Oops, we'll not get it, so contagious. Vaccination with an mRNA vaccine like Pfizer, uh, uh, BioNTech, or Moderna is basically a must if you want to maintain your, your health. Um, the risk-benefit ratio has dramatically shifted to these kinds of vaccines. They offer really good protections. There are side effects, like with all vaccines. Basically, a vaccine is a mild infection. So those people who react after uh, an mRNA vaccine they would react 10 to 100 times stronger if they get the real virus. It's just mimicking a mild infection. It's not something totally unnatural and all that uh, bullshit, I have to say, because it's really like <laughs> scientific basis. It's a mild infection, and all the side effects known 
are the one people get from COVID. Just usually a lot milder. And previously with Alpha, you could protect yourselves with Delta very, very hard. So get your vaccine now before the wave sits you and it's going to be like in India. Not so many dead people, of course, in Europe because the majority is already vaccinated, especially the high-risk groups. But amongst the devotees, very few are vaccinated and uh, everybody gets it. Yeah. Also the ones with Alpha, by the way, you get reinfected, you have no immunity against the new virus. Mm. I've gotten to know a lot of devotees who are on the second round, whole temples are on the second round. You mentioned Goloka Dam in Germany. They're getting the Delta. No, they um, no but they loaded up in time and uh, invited me in because we dis discovered it. The fast tests were all negative. The PCR test was positive and correct. Everybody got it. Um, two were short in the hospital, but no. By and large, they were all really sick, but they all came out quite well. So vitamin D, vitamin C, thing that helps to some degree to avoid long COVID, which I see as the biggest problem. It's not you have the disease and then you jump back into normal life. It takes you weeks to fully recover. And for some people it takes years or they never recover at all. Yeah. Krishna, Krishna. Spanish flu. So mm. COVID before was, a, in my mind, quite harmless. It only really affected people with risk factors. This is a different story. Mm. Like, I get reports from India, everybody lost close relatives. Mm. The official numbers are completely false because obviously the poor people were never tested, therefore they just die you now and are burned. It's serious stuff than you saw in my opinion. I don't think Krishna can send any more clear message to the devotees communities that the Puchari of Lord Nishingadev died unnecessarily from COVID. Yeah. Yeah, this is too painful. Sorry for it, Dana. The happy news is vaccines work and side effects are limited. Positive <laughs> <laughs> ending. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. This is, for those of you who don't know, this is Radharadya Prabhu, uh, who is a medical doctor uh, by qualification. Um, and who studies, in particular, the present situation with uh, these, uh, with this virus. So, so he's advising us. To me, it sounds reasonable. So, I think we should go with what's reasonable. Anyway. I it's, would like to mention I'm not pro-vaccine in general. Uh -huh. No, it's always a risk-benefit analysis. But yeah. in this case, it's 100% crystal clear. There is no alternative hmm. to the vaccine. But take the right one. Don't take the Astra Chunk or Johnson & Johnson. Mm -hmm. uh, get the ones that work and have less side effects. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, I've, I've done it myself some weeks ago. And I got the minor side effects. Wasn't that bad. You know, after a day and a half or two days, life goes on. But let's get back to Srimad Bhagavatam, shall we? 
<laughs> Thank you. Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. So in anticipation of Lord Krishna's appearance, uh, the description, quite detailed uh, description of Lord Krishna's appearance is in 10th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, the first, first, second, third chapters in particular. Uh, and uh, so one can be reading that. I suggested last week you might like to read the 10 verses in chapter 7 of Canto 2, uh, which gives a... a turbo overview of Krishna's pastimes, all in ten, 10 verses, essentially just describing his killing pastimes, <laughs> which on the other hand, we understand Krishna actually doesn't kill the demons. When the killing goes on, that's, that is Vasudeva. But anyway... And uh, another place to look for thinking about the Lord's appearance in the Bhagavatam is in Canto 1, Chapter 8, uh, The Prayers of Queen Kunti. Um, the context of these prayers is that the war, the Battle of Kurukshetra is over um, leaving millions of people dead. And Yudhishthir has ascended the throne and the Pandavas have prevailed, but in a rather mm, uh, sad condition because uh, as... Arjuna was anticipating before, as the war was about to begin, he said, you know, this is going to be terrible devastation and there will be terrible consequences. Krishna said to him, it doesn't matter. You just have to fight. So he did, and the Pandavas fought, and they did win uh, with the help of Krishna and with the help of his advice, which was sometimes not according to Dharma. Uh, and it's been pointed out that from the first to the 18th day of the war is a sort of progressive loss of uh, dharmic practices uh, for kshatriyas. They, they start kind of tossing out the standards, the regulations, one after another, and then by the end it's just, it's just madness. Well, after the war, and peace has been reestablished when nobody's there, and then it's peaceful. And uh, Krishna says, well, it's time for me to go back home to Dwaraka. He has other things to do. And Kunti wants to express her gratitude and her appreciation of all that uh, Lord Krishna has done for her and the Pandavas. And at the same time, she's glorifying him as none other than the Supreme Personality of Godhead. 
And uh, I'm kind of frequently doing this, but I'll do it again, uh, promoting another book. This series, uh, Bhagavat Subodhini, is done by devotees at Govardhan Eco Village. It's a really very nice study guide of the Bhagavatam. They also have for Chaitanya Charitamrita. Uh, this is volume, this is covering cantos one and two, and then there's more volumes. Uh, they have, for example, uh, for example, they have they have nice charts. Like here, there. This is a showing a is a kind of breakdown of all of Kunti's prayers according to theme. So the first group of three prayers is about knowing the Lord. The second five verses is Kunti expressing her good fortune. The next three verses are qualifications to approach the Lord. The next four verses are about the Lord's nature being inconceivable and bewildering. Um, then the next five are about explanations of why the Lord appears. So this was what I thought we can look at briefly. And the final five, no, the final six verses are Kunti Devi expressing her desire for the Lord to, uh, to her desire to have more association with the Lord. Uh, another nice feature of uh, this uh, overview and can say uh, kind of study guide is that uh, the devotees have included what they call links. Uh, and I believe they've taken these from the commentaries, typically Sridhar Swami and um, Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur in the beginning of any verse commentary, um, they do this in the Gita also, they'll tie uh, the meaning of a verse back to the previous verse. Why is it that this verse is following this verse? And so they're giving that in this study guide, which is very nice, very helpful. So <clears throat> um, I want to jump into her prayers at verse number 30. Uh, the theme of, here it's giving two verses with one theme, the inconceivable nature of uh, the Lord's birth and activities. And let's see, the link. No, there's a link for the previous. But So here's the verse, number 30, Janma Karma Chavishvatman. Ajasya kartur atmana tiryan nrishishu yada su tat atyanta vidambanam. 
of course, it is bewildering. Vidambanam uh, is translated as bewildering. O soul of the universe, that you work, though you are inactive, that you have, that you take birth, though you are the vital force, uh, and the unborn. Uh, you yourself descend among animals, men, sages, and aquatics. Verily, this is bewildering. This word vidambanam comes uh, a few times in these verses. And it's an interesting word. Prabhupada translates it as bewildering. Uh, I looked up in the Sanskrit dictionary. It can also mean imitating or representing. Can also mean disguise. So this would all these meanings would go well with tiryam nrishishu yadasu. Um, the Lord appears. He's you can say imitating the animals, he's imitating humans, he's imitating rishis, he's imitating aquatics, or he's representing them, or he's disguised as animals, human, etc. Uh, but Prabhupada's translation is also nice. Um, Bewildering, because we can say that's the overall feeling we get upon contemplating that the Lord appears in all these different ways. It's kind of mind-boggling that there is a supreme person and he can appear in any and every form. Yeah, I when I think about that too much, I get bewildered. <laughs> when I think about the different forms of life that there are. There are octopuses, octopus, uh, for example. Does the Lord appear as, a, as the original octopus? Well, um, the Bhagavatam is saying, why not? Why not? Yeah. <clears throat> and then here's the link to the next verse. Because of this, because you are like this, your appearance is so mysterious and so bewildering, I relish your pastimes. That's the explanation of what is being said in the next verse. My dear Krishna, Yashoda took up a rope to bind you when you committed an offense. 
and your perturbed eyes overflooded with tears, which washed the mascara from your eyes. And you were afraid, though fear personified is afraid of you. This sight is bewildering to me. Vimohayati is the word for bewildering this time. Uh, literally, cause um, he causes bewilderment, or this sight causes bewilderment. Um, okay, now, again, in the context of anticipating the Lord's appearance, a question may arise, why does the Lord appear? And... Srila Prabhupada was happy to, um, when he spoke on this subject, especially on Janmashtami or, um, well, so many times, but he would quote Bhagavad Gita. Yada yada hi dharmasya glanir bhavati bharata abhyutanam adharmasya tadatmanam surjamyaham paritranaya sadhanam vinashaya chadushkritam Dharma sangstapanartaya sambhavami yuge yuge. Um, Krishna's outlining the reasons for his appearing there, but Kunti is giving some more reasons. Kechit, uh, some people. Well, here I want to summarize, uh, follow, because they've conveniently given us numbers. They've numbered the reasons. All of, altogether, seven reasons are given. We might quiz you on this. Number one, to glorify pious kings like Yudhishthir. Hmm. So if the Lord hadn't appeared, would Yudhishthir be glorified and others? Maybe not. Second, to please dear devotee Yadus. So he's favoring the Yadus. And you could say this is the reason why he seems to have left Vrindavan. Seems because we understand he didn't really leave Vrindavan, but he seems to leave Vrindavan because he, he wants to please the Yadus. There's an analogy given of sandalwood in the Malaya hills bringing fame to the Malaya hill. Now... Now and then we wonder, where is the Malaya hill or hills? Um, is it Malaysia? In any case, the third purpose is to answer the prayers of Vasudeva and Devaki. They asked for the Lord to come and they were enough qualified by their austerities and by the intensity of their desire, and by Krishna's agreeing that uh, the Lord appeared to them. 
Fourth reason, to kill asuras. That's number four, to kill asuras. <laughs> and number five, for the welfare of all people. Number six, in response to Brahma's prayers to diminish the trouble of over the overburdened earth. And finally, the, uh, what they've labeled here as the real reason, number seven, to rejuvenate shravanam, smaranam, arhanam, so that suffering-conditioned suffering souls might gain liberation. Bhavesmin klishamananam avidya kama karmabhi shravana smaranarhani Karishyan iti kechana. So if someone's looking for a reason for the Lord to appear, we can say, well, how about seven reasons? And within each of these, we could expand them in so many ways by describing the Lord's pastimes. And the last one of these, uh, to rejuvenate. So to rejuvenate, it comes from um, Latin, I guess, uh, youth, ju, juvena, jovena. Which, yeah, it's from Sanskrit, cognitive Sanskrit. Yovana, uh, yuva, uh, to rejuvenate, to make youthful, so to bring back to youth, or to make fresh, to make new, that which has um, faded away or gone away, namely the practices of shravanam, smaranam, arhanam, arhanam, which is worship, and so on, all the different activities of devotional service. Um, and uh, that was about all I wanted. I could, oh, there was one other thing. Mm. We do have a few minutes. Okay, here we go. I was reading a little bit of, this is such a heavy book, this nice book uh, about Yamuna Devi. Yamuna Devi, A Life of Unalloyed Devotion in two volumes by Dina Tarini Devi, uh, who we hope one day to get on our Sangha to speak, but Let's see, she's waiting for the next book to come out, and then we might be able to persuade her. Yeah, we're also hoping to have, I don't know if I should say the name because we don't know if he's agreeing to do it. We're hoping for another guest, um, senior guest devotee uh, to join us. Um, maybe next week, we'll see. Um I, I just found something which relates to Janmashtami in um, memories 
of Yamuna Devi. Uh, this must have been 1974 in Vrindavan. At about 10.30 on the morning of Janmashtami, I brought to Srila Prabhupada some arati equipment we had made for the Krishna Balaram temple. Prabhupada looked at it and said, Do you have these in silver? And I said, no, Srila Prabhupada, our intention was first to have all of them made in bell metal and see if the organization is such that they are nicely taken care of. Uh, and there is no loss. And then Prabhupada said, yes, this is a good idea. Prabhupada took lots of suggestions uh, from different devotees. He solicited uh, very often, and specifically, he solicited a lot of advice from Yamuna Devi. Um, then he, she says uh, she has an idea to make a Pravesh Mandap in front of the deity area, few things, and Prabhupada likes the ideas talking about because they're still constructing the Krishna Balaram Mandir. And uh, I found this interesting. Those of you who have been to Vrindavan and have seen, have been in the Krishna Balaram Mandir, you know that on the far right from the side of the deities, there's an alcove which is opposite of the alcove in which Srila Prabhupada sits on his Vyasasan. So, uh, Yamuna Devi is suggesting to Srila Prabhupada, she says, uh, we could get these big kettle drums, big, big drums that are used in temples during the arti. So while the arti's going, devotees can, can beat these drums. Um, and she said, we could also get some big, nice gongs and a bell uh, with a long rope, and then all of this can be played during the arti. Um, so she's explaining all of this to Prabhupada uh, and how these could be played during the arti and then they could be put to the side uh, at other times. And she said in that alcove opposite of Prabhupada there could be cushions and there devotees could sit and do uh, bhajan, 24-hour kirtan, for the pleasure of the deities. Srila Prabhupada replied, Yes, this is a very good idea for pleasing Krishna and Balaram. They will bless you for such planning matters. I don't think they ever followed through. I've never seen the big kettle drum in the Krishna Balaram Mandir. 
but I've been thinking we should do this for, we could have this for Nrsingadev in Singhachalam, big kettle drum. Hare Krishna, on that happy note, I wish you all the best. Uh, yes, the technical question and the technical answer Iris is asking, and yes, the answer is mRNA vaccine, I think it's called. And there are different companies producing these. So that's about it for today. And I want to thank you all again and wish you all a wonderful and safe week. We just heard warning uh, that it looks like the, the virus situation is by no means over, so we have to be careful. And um, in any case, what do we do? We chant. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. I'd like to thank all of our translators and our musical backup crew. You haven't seen them, but we have Prihaspati and Amelia here, and they helped us with the kirtan. And all of you for continuing to encourage me. I'm always open for suggestions. Um, you know, we're not absolutely fixed on the format, how we're doing this. We're just uh, doing it because that's how we kind of got into this uh, routine. And uh, yes, thank you all very much. Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Ananta Koti Vaishnavarinda ki jai, Nitai Gora Premanande Hari Bo. Hari Krishna. Hari Krishna. Hari Krishna. Hari Krishna. Hari Krishna.